Welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. I'd like to invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. We continue to ask you, Holy Spirit, that you would continue to change our hearts, renew our minds. Lord, give us strength. Let your grace, Lord God, be poured over us, Lord God, as we continue to look into your word. Give us understanding and wisdom as we continue to live for you. Give us strength and insight as we live out our days in your service. In Jesus' name, amen. We're in Isaiah chapter 11, starting with verse 1. It says, There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what, he, uh, what his eyes see or decide disputes by what his ears hear. But with righteousness, he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips, he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of, of his waist and faithfulness the belt of his loins. In my family, my wife is being considered and called a miracle worker. We make fun of this and tease her about it when it comes to bringing plants that are almost dead back to life. On the other hand, my eldest daughter loves plants. She's been given quite a bit of plants and she bought a few as well. But after a few months, her plants seem to be on the way to dying or death. So one day she goes home and she brings this one plant that she really likes that's, uh, that doesn't look very nice and doesn't look very promising anymore. And she asks my mom, her mom to do something about it. And sure enough, in a matter of months, her plant is thriving and her plant looks amazing today. So once in a while, we do tease my wife about her miracle hands when it comes to plants, bringing them from almost death back to life. Here we read something about a stump that shoots out life. Now in Isaiah chapter 6, the prophet is sent out by God to preach his word. Interestingly, as God sends him out and gives him the message to preach, God also tells him, that, the, that his audience or the people of Judah will not hear, uh, will hear, but not hear. They will not respond. Their hearts will be dull. They will be blinded or blind to the things and the truths of God. They will not understand. Isaiah was so shocked about this that he actually asked God, <coughs> how long will this take? How long will this situation be? And the Lord's answer was not very clear and not very definite. But he says in verse 11, Then I said, How long, O Lord? And he said, Until cities lie waste without inhabitant, and houses without people, and the land is a desolate waste. And the Lord removes people far away, and the forsaken places are many in the midst of the land. 
Then verse 13, and, the, and though a tenth remain in it, it will be burned again like a, ter a terebinth or an oak whose stump remains when it is felled. Then it says, the holy seed is its stump. So from chapter 6, this prophecy goes on. Uh, the story goes, the Syrians have conquered and oppressed God's people and Israel as well has taken advantage of Judah. God now is raising the Assyrians, though they're wicked, God's going to use them to judge Syria and Israel. Then God once again gives instructions to the king of Judah and to Judah itself that though the Assyrians will liberate you, they are not your liberators. God is or Yahweh is your deliverer. But again, the king of G Judah King Ahaz did not heed God's call. Instead, he puts his trust in Assyria, which eventually led to the destruction rather than deliverance. Now, even in the midst of rebellion, the Lord continues to plead and instruct and trust uh, Judah to trust him, not Assyria. Yet their hard hearts walked away from trusting God. Eventually, God humbles the proud of Judah, even if they look strong, even if they look like uh, described as looking like the cedars of Lebanon, they become stumps, chopped off and dead. Then Isaiah 11 picks up another messianic chapter, which we read in the beginning. From death and destruction, life shoots forth. From a dead stump, life springs forth. From the destruction all around, from death that has robbed everything of life, God's life, God's plan, God's promises springs forth. Do you see what God is doing? Do you see the power of God? And as we continue, let me just share three thoughts with us today. First one is this. The life of God overpowers everything, even death. 100 years after this prophecy, Israel was a field of stumps. Isaiah, to, from the time of Isaiah to the time of the fulfillment of this prophecy to the life of Jesus is about 700 years. Think about the questions of Isaiah asked, how long will this be? And you realize that even if God answered him, how long it will be, nobody will remember and everybody will forget, most likely not even be considered because of the length of time. But what does this tell us? God is in charge no matter what you see or don't see. God is forever faithful whether you get to see it or not. God's promises will all be fulfilled no matter the circumstance and the time involved. Remember, God created everything from nothing. When God created the world, there was nothing. And He spoke the world into existence. He breathed His life into dry bones in Ezekiel. He called Lazarus days from the grave back to life. He himself, Jesus, our Savior, resurrected from the grave. Now God puts his life-giving, life-conquering, and life-blessing God life into all who believe. 
He breathed His Holy Spirit to them that seek. Romans chapter 8, verse 11 says this, And if the Spirit of Him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then He who raised up Christ Jesus from the dead will restore to life <coughs> your mortal, short-lived, perishable bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Second thought, the Holy Spirit is both power and character. The Holy Spirit is an example, is the, in a sense, the gold standard of power and character. It is interesting that the shoot comes from the stump of Jesse. They say that the Messiah will come from the line of King David, and King David's father was Jesse. But in this prophecy, it specifies that the stump comes from the line of Jesse. Jesse was probably somebody, uh, uh, Jesse, if, if, or in a sense, if King David was used for this prophecy, it would have attracted more attention. It would have, it would have caused people to look into this more than, than what, they would what they did, considering that Jesse, the father of David, was the name used. God chooses to use Jesse, not the fa not so famous, probably even forgotten person in history. The, the Messiah had the pedigree, he had the power, he had the right to claim the highest, most powerful, and most famous position in the world. Yet he came in humility. He came in a sense recognized, but also incognito. He came... How, how he lived and how he ministered was an example of humility. He was truly not just a powerful man. He was a man of exemplary character. See, we live in a world that always, is, uh, that always tries to prove who's the best. So much so that people end up fighting and abusing each other, trying to be on top of each other. But you know the best will always rise to the top no matter how you try to put it down. The best will always find its rightful place. The best will not have to attract attention because it will always be seen and eventually be revealed to the rest of the world. Our Savior was oppressed, abused, and maligned. Our, our Savior always took the path of a servant, the path of sacrifice, and the path for others. But thousands of years later, till today, there is only one Savior that the world knows, even by those who don't like Him. The best will always rise to the top, even if they take the path of humility. Interestingly as well, that this stump is full of the Holy Spirit. It says, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. It says that the, that the, the Savior will be full of wisdom, full of understanding, full of counsel, full of might, full of knowledge, full of the fear of the Lord. Everything you will ever need and desire in life and for life, the Savior is full of. I, uh, it, this reminds me, of Moses when he was about to go to the nation of Israel and, and he asked the Lord, who, he asked God, Lord, when they ask me who sent me, who do I say sent me? And the Lord said, tell them I am sent you. And the Savior 
in the power of the Holy Spirit is I am wisdom. I am understanding. I am counsel. I am mighty. I am knowledge. I am the Lord. I am whoever you need and want me to be. The Spirit carries both character, the character and the power of God. Lastly, the Spirit is given to you and I through the graciousness of Christ. This was a prophecy that was promised 700 years later. But when it was fulfilled, and now that it's fulfilled, what difference does it make to us or how can it make a difference in our lives today? 700 years later, after the prophecy of Isaiah, the stump arrived on the scene. Jesus, our Messiah, came, ministered, went through his passion, death, and resurrection for all mankind. Now in Christ, the Spirit of God dwells in you. The same Holy Spirit of character and power dwells in you. Remember Romans 11, uh, chapter 8, verse 11, in the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Now, this is not just a prophecy to talk about or to look forward to, but the reality of this prophecy is that we can receive and live in and with the power of the Holy Spirit, with our Savior, with God's life in us. This is no longer a distant prophecy. This is a prophecy that is fulfilled and can be fulfilled in our life today. He is no longer I am that is distant, but He is I am that dwells in and with and through us. Think about this, wisdom in us and through us in the power of Christ and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Power and might in us and through us. Counsel and knowledge in us and through us. Whatever your life will be or is like today, whatever is in the future, whatever challenges we face, we can live life with the power, the wisdom, the counsel, and the might of Christ our Lord in the power of the Holy Spirit. So the question is, what now? Will we be like King Ahaz and Judah? who look to others for salvation? Or will we submit, yield, and embrace the Spirit of God? This is a choice that can make a difference in our life today. The Messiah or the life of the Messiah, the story of the Messiah, is not just a prophecy, a story we can be encouraged about, but it is a prophecy that has been fulfilled and that can make a difference in our life today. Are we willing to make that decision to respond, to give, to embrace the life that's available in Christ and through the Holy Spirit? That's a choice we can make today and a choice we renew every day for the rest of our life. The Spirit of the Messiah is a gift and a blessing God has given to all who will draw near to Him. Let us pray. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, for 
your spirit, your Holy Spirit that's available to us today. Thank you. We open our hearts, we open our lives, and we welcome you, Holy Spirit, into us today. And we ask you, transform us, change us, empower us to live the life you paid for on the cross. Empower us to live under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us worship God once again. You are my peace. You anchor my heart. You won't let go. Your love holds me now. Jesus, I Ephesians chapter 6 and proclaim this blessing to us today. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 23. Peace be to the brothers and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with love incorruptible. May the grace, the peace, the joy, and the blessing of God follow you today and for the rest of your life. In Jesus' name. 
Amen. You've been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this will help you build a habit of hearing from God every day. If you'd like more messages like these, you can follow us on Spotify or on our Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to watch these messages, you can watch them every weekday morning on our Victory PH Facebook page.